welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I'm your host. Today, I have brought you comedian and martial artist, Jessica De La Garza. Jessica, it's great to have you on a new podcast. How are you today? Not too bad. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I, I love comedy. So yeah, got to go for the comedians, right? <laughs> now, from the research I've done, you know, um, I see you actually started comedy earlier this year. And since then, you've actually blown up rather quickly. You're doing show after show after show. Um, can you tell us what made you want to get started in comedy? So it's kind of a funny story. Um, I've always liked comedy and I always had like a silly notion in the back of my head that I could do it someday, mm -hmm. but I just, I never actually went to the shows and found out any information about it. Um, I do train um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and last year, at the end of last year, I suffered an injury. I had to have surgery mm. um, during that downtime. Mm -hmm. um, my son, actually, I had started seeing all of these open mic events pop up. Right. And I held on to them because they were always during the week. And um, during spring break, my son went with his dad camping and his family. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go check out one of these open mics and see what they're about. And I was absolutely terrified of being roasted by a comedian. Mm -hmm. So I sat all the way in the back. like, And I went by myself, too, because mm -hmm. nobody and going to go see comedy and so I, I went by myself I made friends with like a couple who was there um and one of the comedians got on stage and he started doing crowd work but his crowd work was roasting like the audience members and he roasted me and so um not I think a couple of days after that I contacted the host of the event at Tembler uh -huh. and him um what how much time do you have to have do you have to have any experience to do this and he said no that they welcomed um, newcomers mm -hmm. and so I went the following week and I based my material off of the comedian roasting me that is too funny and I um that was April I went twice in April and a lot of my jiu-jitsu family went to go support me at my second open mic and after then I got booked on a show and I was like, whoa, I should probably take this a lot more seriously. Really? That fast? Yeah, it was really quick. Girl? Wow. <laughs> you go. And I've been doing every single open mic in town available ever since. I honestly have not missed an open mic unless I've been out of town for a show. Okay. Okay. So you're not just doing... I know that you said that you had a lot of open mics that you were continuously doing them. Um mm -hmm. And just kind of really getting out there. Um, are you doing it along with your shows, like in between your shows? Yes. Okay. Um, so I do. There are now four open mics in town. Um, there's a Tuesday open mic at Firehouse. There's okay. a Wednesday open mic at Tumblr. Um, a Thursday open mic at Rocket Shop. And now there's a Sunday open mic at Western Lounge. And so I do all of those during the week. Shows are usually on Friday or Saturday. Sometimes the out-of-town shows are like on a Monday or a Wednesday. I was getting ready to ask you if you traveled for it because I know once you're doing shows and you're doing them like you have been because I see you posting this show, this show, this show, this show, and I'm like, holy crap, she's <laughs> on it. 
And, and when I found out that you had just started, I was like, dang, you know, you, you got to be good to be able I've, to, you know, to do it like that. So I've been averaging about three to four shows a month. Okay. Okay. Nice. Now, did you get nervous on your first open mic and, and from your, okay, I've done a couple open mics myself, a few myself. So, but did you, did you get really nervous at first and then it kind of ease and you just get more comfortable? Um, I would say that I still get nervous really? every single time I go up okay. it's down a little bit because it was extreme performance anxiety. I think I, I didn't even eat that day. I couldn't even hold anything down. I was oh. so nervous. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. My friend teases me. She says, you're doing this to yourself. I'm like, I know, but I can't not do it either. Right, right, right. The excitement. Now, about the first time that you were roasted, how did that make you feel? And did it... How did you roast him back? So what he actually said was, he said, it looks like Hot Topic back there grew up and got a real job because I had, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's such a cool guy. He just was doing crowd work. It it wasn't even like personalized for me. It was something that he had worked on. Uh And so I I bring up how... um, I had a, a lot of fears and that my very first open mic that I went to was um, there and it was like that previous week and mm-hmm. how one of the comedians roasted me. And then what exactly did I say? I said, I said, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe it. it was part of one of my sets. Um, I called him a bearded asshole basically. And the crowd really liked that. They thought it was hilarious, but I said that he was absolutely right. I did grow up and get a real job. That is so too that, funny. That's how I started off that set, but then I went into like my dating life. Okay. I, I, I think my humor is very self-deprecating, so I have no problem making fun of myself. That is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> so... I know that you said that after you did your first open mic that you had gotten booked right after that. Uh, did they reach out to you? Or? Um, it, was, it was after my second open mic. Okay. But yeah, um, one of the bookers in town reached out to me um, and then had booked me for the first show. Okay. So that was in April. I had, I had only done two open mics in April mm-hmm. and then, after I got booked is when I started doing every single open mic I could find in town. Okay. Okay. Now, since, um, <clears throat> since you started, how has your outlook changed on how you're putting your, your skits together from when you first started to where you are now? I know that I'm still so, so green in this. Um, but I, when I first started, I typed it out like a script Every okay. I would type it out like a script or I would write it out. And then I, um, for me, repetition is how I learn. So I would do my set over and over and over again. It was so, so scripted. And now, um, and I would take that whole, that whole like script, that whole page, I would take mm-hmm. that on stage if, and just in case I didn't memorize it all. Um, but now what I've noticed, um, 
I've started just doing the, like the bullet points and just using one word to bring me back to what I'm trying to say. Okay. Instead of having it so, so scripted and sounding like a robot. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jessica De La Garza. (laughs) (laughs) That is too funny. Now about your upcoming shows, um, what do you have coming out the last couple of weeks of October? And do you have anything in November yet? I don't have anything in November yet. I have a show um, this week on Friday, but it's a private event for um, a pinup group in Ontario, California. Okay. So that's going to be on the 28th. October 5th, I'm going to be doing a show here locally. Mm -hmm. And then October 6th, I'll be doing a show at the Ice House in Pasadena. Okay. And that's the one that if you're watching here on Jessica's bio page, just scroll down after the interview and you can watch her show and be sure to follow her too. Just click on the links. Now for our listeners, where can they follow you at um, those that are not on the bio page? Um, I am on every form of social media there is. Mm-hmm. You can find my Facebook page at Jessica Delagarza Comedy. Um, I have DLG Comedy on Instagram. Okay. I'm also on Twitter, um, Just Another Face. Okay. And let's see. I have Google as well, but hardly anybody uses that as a social media platform these days. I do. <laughs> Not very I, much. I mean, there's there's hardly any interaction on it whatsoever. I mean, yeah. th- that'll say that you've had, it, it used to tell you, you've had over 90,000 visitors to your site. And it's like, oh, I know people are watching. But then they tuck that away, too. And I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, there's no so point I, now. So It's there, but I don't really use it very much. I mostly use Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Okay. Now, um... Tell us about your martial arts. I know you studied jujitsu. Now, before you started getting into martial arts, um, did you ever style, you know, uh, jujitsu? Did you study any other type of styles and which one's your favorite one? So I started doing, my friend was doing um, Muay Thai kickboxing. And so I did that for probably like four to five months with her. Okay. through that, our um, our coach was showing us a little bit of cross training. So he's the one who actually introduced um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to me. Okay. And I was at that time. I was trying to. Uh-huh. My, when I when I had surgery for my wrist, that took a lot a lot of time off for that. And right now with comedy, I'm still figuring out how that balance of trying to get the training because I do have a full-time job. Comedy is something that I do in the evening. Okay. So okay. So, I, oh, <laughs> what do you, <laughs> what do you do to find your balance between, um, cause I know you're, you're, you know, a mother too. Um, how do you find your balance between work and comedy and being a mom and, and training? So right now I'm on a hiatus from jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Because since I've been doing comedy so heavily lately, I really want to give it my all. I feel like jujitsu is always going to be there for me, but I really 
feel like there's a window for comedy and you have to put so much time into it. Right. So I've, I've, I've just been doing comedy. I think I've only trained a couple of times this year since, um, since I've recovered from my injury. I haven't trained very much lately. I went back, I think, last week. But I have not had an actual strict schedule with jujitsu. Okay. Okay. How long have you been training in martial arts? Probably about three to four years. I'm a blue belt currently okay. um, under Jill and Matt Baker at Bakersfield Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I can't wait till I get to that point where I have more time to go back. Right. But with my job, my son, and comedy, um, I also do sketch comedy too. So that's another thing mm-hmm. that I do that's another thing on my plate currently. Very nice. Now, um, I know that you said that you had the Muay Thai that you had trained in that that when you started and then went over to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, what is your favorite uh, favorite part of both of those? Um, I loved the shape that I was in when I did um, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best shape I've ever been in because it's so much cardio mm-hmm. but what I love about jujitsu is that it's a very great family environment like your your teammates are like your family your right your family so that's what I really enjoy about that aside from um, when you're rolling you're not you're not worrying about anything else in your life you're just worrying about that person trying to choke you out and not being choked out so you have no other time to think about anything else. It's a great stress reliever. It's mm-hmm. a great confidence builder. I really love that aspect of it. Now, I know that you said that you had an injury um, that you're recovering from. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, someone that was not from our academy came to train mm-hmm. one day. And she was several weight classes above me. And... She dropped her weight on me in a way that my she dropped her weight on my hands and my wrist just snapped. And so I, um, my coach took me to the urgent care and I ended up having to have surgery. I had three pins placed in my wrist. Both oh, of my man. wrists were damaged, but that's just the one that snapped. It like broke. So mm-hmm. I do have, um, I still have nerve damage from them, from that experience. Right. I did have to go to physical physical therapy for about, let's see, almost half a year mm-hmm. just to regain the strength in, in that wrist. Okay. I know injuries can be pretty hard to come back from. Um, I, I've i sustained them myself. At, I just finished my, you know, uh, last year I had my 24th surgery. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I so hear you. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to be a new guest. Uh, before we end the interview today, do you have any final statements for our viewers? I would say, I, well, recently um, I lost a friend. He passed away unexpectedly in a motorcycle accident. It really made me realize how short and precious our lives are. So if you have that silly little dream like I had, I would hope that you would reach out for it and try. 
because amazing things can happen when you try. Amen. Isn't that the truth? Amen. If I looked back one year from now, I never would have expected this would be my life right now. I never would have imagined myself on stage making people laugh. You enjoy it, don't you? I I take that you enjoy it because you look like you enjoy it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's, That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, I want to say uh, to our audience, uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of a new podcast. Be sure to follow Jessica on all of her social media. Check out her comedy show. And until next time, this is Dawn Piercy. Have a good one.